Hey, welcome to That Sucks Podcast, everybody. Presented by Handshake Agency. I'm Troy Nepperbarn. And uh, and welcome to this very diarrhea-fueled episode of <laughs> That Sucks. Yeah, we're doing this one in isolation like the rest of the world at the moment because one of us is very sick. We won't tell you who, but one of us is very sick. And um, <laughs> thankfully- See if you can guess throughout the episode. Yeah, how, how, okay, we'll tell everybody at the very end who's sick, all right? All right, that sounds cool. <laughs> Um, but like, aside from possible sickness, Daniel, how are you doing? I'm good. I, t- I, I heeded your advice and watched uh, The Karate Kid and then jumped right onto Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, what'd you think? I will say this. Yep. Love the movies. Cobra Kai is delightful, but there's something quite jarring about watching three movies and then like a 30 year time jump. Yeah, I liked that show. Like we watched, um, I think we powered through like all the seasons in maybe two weeks, which is not really pounding through it really. It's only a few episodes a night, but no, I really liked it. I thought that by... Like the end of season one and then into season two, it maybe got a little too dramatic. But All right, well, no spoilers, no spoilers. Yeah, but I That's still like what we're it. here for. How's the end of season two though? I, what did I just say? Yeah. Listen, should I'm we just not spoiling? I'm should, just like saying. Should, I haven't seen it though. I thought you said you'd seen it. No, actually, you know what we should start doing? Just like slipping in spoilers, like randomly for um for TV shows. So we'll just be talking, and then I'll say, "Oh yeah, Daenerys kills everybody, and then Jon Snow kills her later." And um, so yeah, like, what do you reckon about um that th- uh, article I just sent you? Yeah, no, I like uh, it. And then anyway, uh, Walter White he passes away at the end of Breaking Bad, and um, yeah, I just think it's a really interesting comment that that guy it's said not, about. It's not really a spoiler when it happened like years ago. I mean, yeah, the Game of Thrones was like maybe twelve months, oh, eighteen months ago, but the other one was. Seven well, years we're gonna ago. have to, we're gonna have to like pepper them in, you know. We're gonna if, if we're di- dishing out like ten in an episode. Yeah, okay. Uh, you don't want to do ten an episode. That's too many. I'm leaving all this in, by the way. Yeah, I know. Um, so let's let let's get into this before one of us has to run to the bathroom. Oh, you know what? Can we just do a quick little update from the last podcast about the fast foods? Um, go on, please do. Did you see that In and Out Burger opened in Denver like last week? end of last week i did not yeah so can't say i follow u.s fast food news <laughs> but go on it was like they opened two stores in denver colorado and apparently there was a 14 hour wait time <laughs> like that's how long the lines were 14 hours in drive through 14 hours 14 hours well, okay, what, yeah, but at what point would you just be like hey um i'm i'm gonna leave like it's been like it i okay how look, long would you hang around? if you if you really really wanted it how long would you hang around for oh like i don't know i i've got to wait i've got to drive through nando's around the corner from my house and that's really slow and takes like 20 to 25 minutes sometimes and after the first like five minutes i'm like fuck this shit i'm going I'm home. going home but then like i'm parked in it i can't leave so i'm like oh this is shit so, yeah, I mean, honestly, man, it takes what five a, minutes. Fast food is, is not fast if it takes more than, like, about five to ten minutes. If it takes more than, like, ten to eleven hours. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. What the fuck? Yeah. It's not, it's not, is it honestly that good? It's fine. Have you never had it in and out uh, I can't remember. I didn't want to wait 14 hours. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's, like, it's no better or worse than any other American fast food burger. It's, like, it's priced well. See, I've listened to some people talk about it. Not when you have to wait 14 hours. Well, like, the price know, I'm not is- talking about a 14-hour one. I'm talking about where it's open other places in the, uh, in the America where it's like, you know, you, you get in there and you get a burger and you leave in a normal amount of time. Like, it's fine. I've had it a few times, but I wouldn't yeah, go yeah. out of my way to get it. Like, not even 14 hours. I would, like, I would not drive an extra three blocks to get in and out burger. I like Wendy's a lot more personally. Um, and, you know, you can't beat a McDonald's. I like a McDonald's cheeseburger. Hey, what was that? Sorry. 
uh, we will we will get into the uh, the, the topic nah, soon. The topic. Remember that story you told me of that guy who found a burger on the side of the road, just perfectly preserved. No. Well, did I tell you that story? Did you tell me that story? I don't. I don't remember that story. Uh, Are you trying to say? Yes. No, 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 no. I can't. I can't quite remember it. So let's skip it. Okay. Well, okay. All right. Let's. Okay. Let me. Anyway. We'll- all right. Let me. Let me pose this question: If somebody had lined up for fourteen hours, got their burger, could they sell it on Craigslist in the US? You know, that's a pretty good question. Not only is it a good question, that is a great segue. A great segue into what? That is a sick segue into this week's topic, which is the lunacy of Gumtree, Facebook Marketplace, and uh, yeah, the US equivalent, Craigslist. Love it. Which is, yeah, that was a pretty good segue, I think. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's not too bad. Okay, you sent me like a couple of weeks ago this listing on Facebook Marketplace. Yep. That is a local this filthy couch. Yeah, local listing. Local listing. Perth, Western it's Australia. a local listing. Of a filthy couch, yep. and it says, gently squirted on couch slash sofa, lots of interest. <laughs> still, And the description, still soft, odour slash smells are gone, yep. only squirted on, no skeets. <laughs> okay, let me ask, okay. Let me ask you this, did you buy that couch and is that why you got sick? I just, I, that's another spoiler. No, no, I wish... Like, and by the way, I'm not sick. You're sick. Like a friend of mine on Facebook liked that somehow. And then I took a screenshot of it and sent it to you. But like the photo, I mean, you can't really, it's you filthy. almost need to see this photo to understand like how disgusting this couch looks. It's like that, like the Poppy's couch from, um, from Seinfeld. Actually, it's not like that at all because like you couldn't really see that, that stain. This looks like someone's taken a fucking like, oh, it looks like, yeah, they squirted on it, but it never really dried and never cleaned it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's still, <laughs> it's still wet. That's yeah. So you sent me that, and I was like, I just had all these flashbacks of terrible Facebook encounters, and yep. and that's where we arrived to today. But like uh, that couch, like I, I don't know. It can't be real. Surely that can't be real. Like yeah, okay. That's what yeah. That's there's some things that pop up on the marketplace, and you go, is that a joke? It that is obviously a joke, right? But well, then there's some things you see, and you you're like. I can't quite tell if that's a joke or not. Like that one, some the, of the wording, like skeet. I've never, I've never really yeah, even heard. I've never heard word. that in my life. Yeah, but and I can just only Lo- lots of what interest. That means. Yeah, lots of interest. There's some stuff like some stuff is clearly fake. Um, yeah. Like this, for example, someone was selling a tanning bed. Yep. Uh, on the marketplace, I assume in the US, it says six hundred dollar tanning bed, sixteen bulbs, thirty minute bed. It costs ten ninety five to replace bulbs, but bulbs are up to date. Bed will need a 220 plug-in, whatever that means. Only one person has ever tanned in it, and it's being sold because she found out she has skin cancer. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't laugh. That's, that's clearly actually, a joke. That's uh, bad. I shouldn't laugh. Um, it's pretty funny. 220 means like it's a, probably Australian or non-American power, by the way. Thank volts. you for yeah, that. You're welcome, fucking idiot. Okay, so jokes aside, there is some legitimate stuff out there that is just ludicrous or funny or just kind of unbelievable have you had some pretty wild encounters well i use uh, like facebook and i use gumtree a lot for buying and selling stuff because i buy a lot of uh, audio equipment guitar stuff etc etc and i do a lot of buying and selling and i try and be pretty decent as a buyer and seller as well i don't like to waste people's time I, I wouldn't sell something out from underneath someone else but in terms of like just scrolling around sometimes just checking out facebook marketplace the the stock opening page is pretty useful because there's i guess like the algorithm kind of you know get, targets stuff at you that you're probably going to like 
Um, <laughs> like that couch? <laughs> yeah, like that couch. <laughs> hey, Troy, you might want this this couch. <laughs> no, but like, do you know what? The, the one thing that's come up a few times for me that I find really funny, I took a screenshot. Um, do you want me to send it to you or should I uh, just describe it? I just took it. Describe it. I, I just want to hear you describe it. Okay, it's like, I mean, I don't watch um, adult films, Dan, like you do, but there's a bunch of these like fake taxi bumper stickers that you can put on your car, Pornhub, all these like bumper stickers that you can just like chuck in your car and drive around in. I don't really understand. I, I assume I assume that's like you would buy it and you'd put it on like a, like a friend's car who doesn't know. Do you reckon though? That's pretty funny. Somebody driving around not knowing they have that on their back, <laughs> back of their car, right? I guess so. Like maybe that is, that is worth it. I was thinking like, who's going to buy... Although in saying that, I did see one in the flesh, like the suburb next to where I live. So I don't know. So you obviously live in a good suburb. But yeah, there's like that sort of stuff that pops up from time to time that always makes me laugh. I don't know. Are you finding stuff coming up in yours? Yeah, yeah. I get a lot of... Um of like kind of reoccurring stuff based on what I search. But uh, in doing research for this, um, I found out or it was pointed out that every single phone you buy off the marketplace has likely been used on the toilet. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. So, would you message someone and be like, hi, just uh, inquiring as to whether or not you've used oh. this on the toilet before? You know what? I have bought a, bought a phone off Facebook as well. See, I was laughing. Have you? When? Yeah. I was <laughs> laughing until like I realized I did it. Yeah, I bought a Samsung so I could use VR, so I could test out VR. <laughs> so that was, uh, I should have probably disinfected that phone first. Oh, well. That's been used in many a bathroom, sir. Yeah. What's what's some stuff that you would never buy off the marketplace? I mean, apparently you're down to buy poop phones, but. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, so when I built my recording studio, I, I sold like a lot of stuff because there was just a lot of furniture left over in this uh, in this building, in this office when uh, when I moved in. There was like, you know, cabinets and there was chairs and couches and stuff. But I didn't want to sit on those couches because I didn't know what had been done to who, them. Who, who softly squirted on them? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't remember them being like super... St- there was one couch that was really disgusting. And um, I put a lot of stuff up for free too because like I just didn't want it. You know, I didn't really care about getting any money. I just needed it gone. It was easier than uh, trying to take it to the, to the dump or getting a skip bin. But yeah, some of the freaks that come pick this stuff up for free, like they just- <laughs> Freaks? Oh man. Oh look, not freaks. That's, that's been really rude. But like, you know, you give stuff away for free. There's like a certain, sometimes a certain type of person that is really interested in it. And um, I had some characters come and pick up some some of the stuff that I had going. Like I had this one couch that was like, man, I'm telling you, it was- not even good for firewood. It was disgusting. And um, and a guy came and picked it up. And he was like, oh, this is really great. Yeah, I'll refurbish this. And um, I was like, dude, it's you not going to happen. He probably, he probably resold that for like $5,000. Well, it, it had completely rotted, you know, like a lot of the wood had water damage in it um, and it stank. I was like, oh man, good luck. Maybe maybe he was able to fix it, but I don't know. He didn't look like the type to me, but good luck to you. So. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever worry putting, because you have a studio and you sell a lot of stuff, Yep. do you worry putting all that stuff online and handing out your address to people? Because there's like cases where some, you know, if, if the the suburb around the corner from me not too long ago, a guy had all these cars and he somebody inquired about one, he gave them the address, they didn't rock up, and then a bit later, guys broke in and stole $100,000 worth of cars. Mm. Like, is that a concern with you having a studio being like, here's my address? Yeah, I mean the thing is with my studio, it's still a public space, so it's um I, I expect to get a lot of people coming in that I don't know anyway. Um I mean it's not a 
like ultra public space, not like going to Target or something, but um, I get a lot of people coming in every week to do various jobs. So to softly squirt on surfaces. (laughs) Yeah. But um, I try and depending on who the person is, uh, depending on what it is that I'm selling, I might meet people downstairs instead of getting them to come up. Uh, that that might be easier. Or sometimes people come to my house, which I, it's it's hard to know whether or not that's even safer or not. But I can always close some doors and keep people a bit more secluded, you know, where I'm selling all my stuff. What about you? You have people rocking up to your house all the time, hey? Yeah, yeah. I just give them the wrong address and go meet them around the corner. <laughs> um, there, was this, there was this woman in the UK who, uh, I guess it's like the reverse. It's like the reverse dodgy. So her bike was stolen, mm-hmm. like a pretty expensive bike, probably worth around a thousand a thousand Australian dollars. And then like she was scouring through like listings online and she found her, like she found it on Gumtree mm-hmm. and the police were like, Oh yeah, we can't really help you because it's no longer in our jurisdiction. So she like bought a burner phone, so to speak, like a, just a cheap phone and messaged this person and then organized to come and like look at it and potentially buy it. And then she got there, confirmed it was her bike, and just was like, can I take this for a test uh, test drive? <laughs> and she just draw a cycle away. <laughs> I think she she was, she was she seemed pretty switched on because they were like, oh, yeah, have you got anything you can, like, leave, you know, a sort of, like, a collateral or whatever? And she had, like, this fake, like you know, like a knockoff brand bag that was empty, I think, and she just kind of left that as, like, uh, oh, yeah, of course, I'll, I'll come back for my bag. Yep. Obviously, and just left that with them. And then just like cycled away. And it, no, which I think that's you. pretty funny. Yeah. What's uh, that? I uh, Just a note in the bag that says, fuck you. There's a dog turd in here. <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah, you so lose I the value of that fake good, right? bag. But um, yeah, nice. Although, where did the b- bike get stolen from? If it's from a house and they just come and steal the bike again, right? <laughs> I think it was on the... Uh, yeah, good point, actually. I think it was from the street, on the street. Maybe it was like tied up somewhere. and Yeah. Did I tell you, you, know, you about the time cutters. that... Um, so I've had a, I've had gear stolen a few times from house and various places, and I had a pedal board stolen from my car about uh, maybe six years ago. That, I remember that. Yeah, I think, maybe. and um, and it was just I had a lot of guitar pedals in it. It was you know maybe fifteen hundred dollars worth of stuff, and um, just weirdly enough, about three years later, four years later, I was flicking through one of the buy sell groups on Facebook, and it appeared out of nowhere. And I was like, that's my fucking pedal board. Like, not not just the pedals, but the entire board with all the things on it. So, for those of you that don't play guitar, you just Velcro these pedals onto, like, a piece of wood, essentially. And um, it was all in there. And I was like, what the fuck? And so, I, I mean, this is, this is several years after the thing was stolen. I didn't really know what sort of jurisdiction I had. But I messaged the guy that had the group and I said, look. Finders keepers. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, look, this is my pedal board, 100%. And um, he contacted the seller and the seller contacted me. He was like, man, I bought this from a police auction. Um, Whoa. Yeah. He's like, he bought it from a police auction like two or three years before that. He was like, man, this is absolutely yours. I I believe you. I know you're not trying to scam me. Um, We'll go to the cops and we'll try and get it back to you. And um, sure enough, it took a little bit of time, but he was fucking awesome he like went out of his way to come to the police station with me um, like one day to be interviewed by the cops and was like, yep, I, I bought this at a police auction and, and it belongs to this guy. There's no way he would have known it was in it unless it was his. And um, sure enough, I got the pedal board back. So, and he got his money back as well. I think it was like $400 he spent on it. And um, everybody- How much was it actually worth? Like l- legit, probably 1500 bucks at least. Wow. So he's like, I got a bargain. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Not He'd so sold long. one pedal in it, but- 
that and that, unfortunately that was the one I really wanted, but that's okay. You know, he he got his money back and I got my pedals back, so it all worked out for everybody. Happy ending. Happy ending. Um, you like to be a happy ending, don't you, Daniel? You sicko. Moving on. That's marvelous. I've never had a story that great. I, I just deal with a lot of like, is this still available? And then you never hear back from them. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you something. This is another funny. Um, and I no nobody can really verify if this is real or not or if it was just a joke listing i assume it's a joke listing but yeah just just read this out i'm just sending it to you <laughs> and read it aloud please as be, you go be naked at my sister's wedding lower east side my sister is having an outdoor wedding in new canaan court in may i think it's in it's in like new york somewhere right i want someone to be naked in the woods and then run through the wedding in order to ruin it i'll pay you and protect you from my family awesome i love it so that was actually like actually that, that was not long ago that was this month I believe. Oh or, no shit. Yeah, pretty pretty r- recent. So but I don't know if it happened or not. How much would they have to pay you to run naked through a wedding? I mean, I wouldn't do it for any amount of money because I think like any amount of money, any <laughs> a million dollars. It's not really protection from the family that I'd be worried about more as like, you know, the cops and indecent exposure and whatnot. And and probably like Yeah, actually that's a very good point because like a lot of usually there's children at weddings. So. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you can't just like, oh nah, yeah, nah, it was a joke. Oh yeah, nah, I got no, paid all no. this money. No amount of money is really gonna make me a sex crim. But uh, you know, good luck to you. I wonder if that if the um <laughs> surely like No, hold on, in May, I'm very confused. It went viral like this month, and if the wedding's in May, are they talking next May? Because it's unless it's an old ad that's popped up again. Detective Dan over here, I reckon you've you've cracked the case. May, like what the hell? I reckon it could be a fakey. Something's fishy. Something's fishy here. Something's fishy. Don't like it. I don't like it at all. We'll give you an update on the next episode. Yep. Yeah. Um, what's your what's your vibe on people trying to find love on like Gumtree and Craigslist and you know like I saw you at the coffee shop and we locked eyes and then a herd of police officers busted in the door and we were separated. <laughs> people still trying to do that? I guess they would have to. I right? think every every now and then like, I didn't get your name or your number. Well, okay, well then guess what? You missed your chance, you creep. I cannot imagine a world where that's worked once. So I don't it- know. It's uh, probably worked once. Oh, maybe maybe once. You know what? I'm going to say, surely that's one. It's been tried enough times. It's probably worked. But like, we're talking one out of a fucking million times. Because you must have had a pretty strong connection with someone that they're both going to go to that those lengths to try and find this person. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but like, if you had such a strong connection, why wouldn't you be like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, it's really dumb. They hesitated. That's like something from How I Met Your Mother. That's a real Ted Mosby move there. Yeah. Is there any specific ones that you've got there? Uh, no, there's, there's, there's a lot, they're all very kind of like boring and like, I saw you through the books and we locked eyes and do you, um, like, and it's like, ugh. do you remember that one? It was probably about, I want to say it's about maybe, maybe two years ago and it was a lady on a plane and she was sitting behind these two people that were like, they didn't know each other as a man and a woman. And they were flying from like one side of America to the other. It was like a fairly long flight, I believe. And they were just like getting to know each other. And so they were both these like fit attractive people and had all this stuff in common and she was like oh my god i'm watching these two people fall in love and she was live tweeting the whole thing and it went (laughs) viral because yeah it was it went viral and um it completely fucked these people up because like you know how twitter can be sometimes where like something happens like something can happen in the course of like two three hours and all of a sudden, not the whole world, but thousands and thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of people know about it. it. To the point, I think these people like got off the plane and it was like, 
you know, <laughs> trying just to waiting. Yeah, just trying to yeah, like kind of trying to trying to find these people who had no idea what was happening because there was just this fucking lady behind that was like tweeting the whole thing. Wow, was she like tweeting intimate details of their conversation? I think she kind of was. I'll have to find weird. it. I'll find more, a message to you. More awkward if either of those two have significant others waiting for them on the other yeah. side. <laughs> well, see, that um, sounds like more of a 90s rom-com than anything else. Yeah. I think we're, we're coming up with a lot of good movie ideas here. There was one earlier. What was it? Should we write a screenplay? We, let's do it. That sucks. No longer exists. Please uh, fund our screenplay. Yep. Hey, you. Um, speaking of like uh, like musicians, so like music gear on the marketplace... Um, a lot of bands try and find members on like, you know, platforms like Gumtree and Facebook and what's your vibe on that? I think it's the only way some people can find similarly like minded people. You know, it's, I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty lucky in that department because I've been around the industry enough to, uh, to know a lot of people. If I need a drummer or a bass player, I'm just popular. Yeah. I just call someone that I know. And if they, if I, if they can't help me out, I'll get them to recommend someone and, you know, you can find someone. But there's like, I've met people that have come to Perth and literally don't know anybody and they're just trying to get a gig or, uh, or find some people to, to have some fun with. It does take, it can take a little while. So I think like the Facebook Gumtree thing is a, is a pretty good way to do that. I mean, when you were- It's almost like dating though, right? It's almost like the, the equivalent of a dating app for musicians because like you're going cold- the chemistry might not work. It might, yeah. you know, you might not get along. And then it's this awkward thing of like, sorry, it's not going to work out. And then like, yeah, man, like yeah. I've definitely done it. Like we did that when I was in my very first band, when I was like 15, we put an ad in express <laughs> magazine and, and did we do one in the West or the Sunday times? Maybe I think we, maybe not. Maybe it was just in express magazine, but yeah, we're looking for a drummer because the only drummer we know we knew already had a band and he didn't know anyone because, you know, we're all like 15, 16 and, um, and, and drums are like the worst thing to look like any parent who's got a 15 year old kid who wants to play drums is like, oh, yeah, that's a hard one, you know, <laughs> but that, I think times changed a lot. So like, I remember doing that in, in an actual, in an actual paper, um, which was wild to think, cause that was probably 2003. And then the next time I had to try and do that was on a, a message board. And I did that in about 2005 and found another drummer and it was all kind of okay. But you know, it's, um, Nowadays, I don't know. I guess Facebook would be the way to do it. Have you had to look for members like that before? Or have you just been been able to recommend people? It's always been like, again, like lucky enough to be in a position to just kind of ask around or... Yeah. And it's know. weird because like your first... I think that's a pretty like brave thing to do is like put yourself out there like that and be like, hey, uh, I want to do this. See, I've, I've always been looking for one person like in a band looking for one person rather than be like one person looking for a band. So... I've, um, cause you know, you, you kind of just like, you can put it out there and multiple people will contact you if they're interested. It was this in, in, um, in America, um, earlier, the, earlier this year, um, don't know if you heard about this. There's like a, a pandemic, New Jersey based. Yeah, sure thing. Sure thing, buddy. Plandemic. Um, and what? There's a New Jersey based Slipknot cover band and they put an ad on, um, Craigslist looking for a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Corey Taylor responded to it. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the ad said established Slipknot tribute seeking accurate, dedicated Corey Taylor. Yep. Uh, we are in need of someone in the same or near same physical shape as Corey Taylor, five foot eight, uh, <laughs> that has the same vocal range stage presence is a must be able to command a crowd and act the part. And then he shared the ad and said, if you're interested, I'm also sitting at 116, 166 pounds. Yeah, right. That's um, nice work, Corey Taylor. Pretty funny. That seems way... I See, I thought he was a much heavier dude, but he's got that thick neck. 
He's got that that sweet thick neck. He does. They should have put that in the ad. Thick, yeah, like, thick neck required. He's a guy that looks like he's about six two, but he I know he's like a lot shorter than that. But yeah, he's like he just has the thickest neck. That he's he's a really solid guy, and I think that's like how his voice is so powerful. Like not only in his screaming, but like he's got like those soaring vocals. He's just a solid, solid man. Yeah, man, I really like him. Um, sorry, my voice changed. Yeah, I well, really. Well, you know like what. Her- if you like him that much, you know, how many times have you heard him on The Green Room with Neil Griffiths? Uh, exactly no times, but I've listened to his albums a lot. Well, bookmark that bad boy. I've actually been listening to a lot of Slipknot in the last few weeks because, like, I never really got into them. I, I really like Stone Sour, but when Slipknot were, like, the biggest thing in the world, I was into 80s metal, so I kind of missed the boat. Um but I've always really liked his vocals. I just thought it was all screaming and Slipknot for some reason, where it's still kind of singing. But yeah, that gets me kind of all amped up, ready to party and smash people. Ready to party and listen to The Green Room. One of those things is, it's good. is accurate. Listening to The Green Room. Bang. Bang on. Bang yeah. on. That's pretty funny, Corey Taylor. There's, um... He'd be a good guest. We should get him uh, on the show. Who, Neil Griffiths? <laughs> yeah, we should get Neil on one time. Let's do it. He's Yeah, uh, Neil, if you're listening... What would Neil talk about? Um, Just everything. He could talk about his his worst interviews on the green room. <laughs> When's he gonna have us on his show? Listen, listen, listen. All right, we need we need we need to hit the big time. Look, one of us at least has hit the big time. One of us has hit the big time. One of us is sick. You can figure out who. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, the, yeah. Did you hear about that? The uh, it was like a, it was years ago, there was that one red paperclip thing where that guy posted a paperclip on craigslist and he wanted to trade it up to get a house oh yeah i heard about that which is pretty freaking cool he was like is this canadian blogger called kyle mcdonald um and yeah he wanted to he was he was jobless and he was like hmm how can i make money i know i'll trade this paperclip and so he posted on craigslist saying this red paperclip is currently sitting on my desk next to my computer I want to trade this paperclip with you for something bigger or better. Maybe a pen, a spoon, or perhaps a boot. One boot or both boots? I don't know. If you promise to make the trade, I will come and visit you, wherever you are, to trade. Uh, Hope to trade with you soon, Kyle. And he talks about wants wants to trade up until he gets a house. And he freaking did it. 14 trades later, he got a house. So, do you want to hear the trading timeline? Yeah, I actually would like to hear this. All right, so this all happened in 2000 and or kicked off in 2005. He traded his uh, red paperclip for a, pit, a fish-shaped pen. Mm-hmm. Fuck the house. I'd just keep that sweet-ass pen. Uh, and then he traded the pen on the same day for a hand-sculpted uh, doorknob. Uh, then uh, about 10 days later in Massachusetts, um, he traded the doorknob for a Coleman Camp stove with fuel. Then he traded that. For a Honda generator, he traded the Honda generator for uh, what is this? An instant party, an e- an empty keg, an IOU for filling up the keg with beer. Oh, sorry, like a neon Budweiser sign. Uh, he traded the instant party set for a Skidoo snowmobile. That's a pretty big jump there, right? Yeah, like an empty keg and a sign for a snowmobile. Uh, then within a week of that, he traded the snowmobile. Uh, for a two-person trip to uh, British Columbia. Mm-hmm. 
That's another big jump. I think at, at a certain point when he starts getting publicity, it's like people just want to- Well, that's what I was going to say. You know, like, it gets a bit kind of like, you couldn't repeat this again. It's gimmicky and novelty. No, nah, no. Nah. And then uh, he traded uh, the second spot on the trip for a box truck. So, wait, he's like, he traded one of the- It's a two-person trip. I wonder if he went on the trip with a random person. Uh, then he traded the box truck uh, for a recording contract with Metalworks. <laughs> what is that? Okay, what yeah, the nice. Fuck? It's a red tra- label. He traded that to who's? Do you know who Jody Gnant is? Um, not sure. Is it a musician? Because uh, recording contract. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I thought it was. So there's, it's he traded it. So this singer songwriter traded um, the recording contract. Which I assume by recording contract it just means like studio time. Yep. For a year's rent. That mm. doesn't that doesn't add up, right? Then he traded the year's rent for uh, one afternoon with Alice Cooper. <laughs> uh, Alice Cooper's like, look, man, I really need a place to stay. Yeah. If we hang out, like, I'll get, yeah, you know, can I stay there? Um, he traded the afternoon with Alice Cooper for a Kiss motorized snow globe. Then he traded that for uh, he traded that to Corbin Benson for a role in the film Donna on Demand. That's the guy from, like, Psych, and I think he's in Major League and stuff like that. Right. And the final trade was he traded the role in the movie for a two-story farm in Saskatchewan. Uh, how do you say that? Saskatchewan? Kipling. Yeah, that's, that's the one. So that's a pretty... Yeah, I think at a certain point it becomes, like, the fact that there's, like, Alice Cooper and um, yeah. actors and things involved like that, it's... It kind of... Yeah. There's a... Um, a woman, a TikToker at the moment who's trying to do the same thing, trade her way up. Um, I think she got, the last thing I saw was she got a car. So she went from like a pen or something up into, into the car. So Why does she just invent a cool dance and she wouldn't have to go through all this stuff if she wants to get a car? Because all the dances have been made up. Oh, okay. Yeah, dumb. Fucking dumb idiot, Troy. What a stupid question. Think, Troy. Was. Think before you talk. So yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for you. Oh, I got a hack, a little gum tree hack. You want to hear yeah, it? Yeah, go, go, tell me. Some wise words. So say there's something you're eyeing off on gum tree or Facebook, but uh, you know you can't be bothered, you know, picking it up. Message the seller and say, look, are you willing to meet me halfway? I live pretty far away, and then tell them you live twice as far away as you you do, and then give them an address around the corner from your house, and then meet them there. So they believe that they're meeting you halfway. Pretty good, right? Yeah, unless they don't want to travel. Well, then, then you know, then find a softly squirted on couch from someone else <laughs> and trade that up for a paper, red paper clip. Yeah. Um. Done. Cool. That was fun. I like hearing all that sort of stuff, that Daniel. Was good. All right, go have your diarrhea. If anybody wants to uh, know who is sick, tune into the next episode of That Sucks. What we're going to be doing is we're going to be putting clues into the green room take we're going to be putting clues into other podcasts on the handshake agency network and so just greater media to, you know if you want to watch the latest episodes of bluey that come out there'll be a few clues in that and uh some blues clues some blueys clues you probably don't even know what bluey is do you blues clues no not blues clues bluey the freaking little kids show yeah yeah sure okay sure <laughs> anyway let's uh you got anything else for me nah if you can find us over at the podcasts.com.au that sucks and a array of other great content Presented by a handshake agency, which is divine. And uh, you want to plug anything? Oh, I would like to have Maybe plugged that something the other butthole. day. Boy, you got me. <laughs> uh, no, I think I'm feeling pretty good, you know? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, no, none of those things, except for maybe Instagram and Twitter. Those things are cool. Hey, can you, like, can, you, can you just subscribe 
listener to the podcast and like it. We really, we, 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 you know, it's just so great when that happens. Yeah, we need to get all that sweet money from me undies, and it's not going to. Yeah, me undies, Casper mattress. I can't wait to fall asleep on me Casper mattress wearing me undies. Yeah, eating me Sherry's berries, and uh, you know, just thinking of my sweet WordPress website. You've been listening to that sucks, presented by Handshake Agency. Peace. Bye.